Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Happy Monday, everyone! Welcome to Kwentuwang Pilipina, a podcast and community that aims to be a safe space for us to converse with different Filipinos around the globe for their inspiring cuentos. I am your sunshine, Cleo, the founder of Hiraya Pilipina and your host here at Kwentuwang Pilipina. For today's episode, we have Bettina Jose. So, Bettina is the founder and managing director of Spring Philippines, a non-profit organization that was founded in 2018. They aim to end the stigma of mental illnesses and create a safe space for those who continue to navigate their way through their mental health journey. Most recently, Bettina has been acknowledged as one of Lifetime Asia's Women of the Day and as Lifestyle Asia's Game Changer in 2019. So without further ado, I am so grateful to welcome Bettina. So welcome to Kwentuwang Pilipina, Bettina! <laughs> hey, Cleo! Thanks for having me. So excited to be spending my Saturday with you. <laughs> yes! Saturday morning. <laughs> yes! Morning person naman ako, so perfect huh? Okay, that's great. That's great to hear. So, Bettina, here at Kentuang Filipina, we usually start our episodes with a little icebreaker. Love it. Okay, game. <laughs> so, are you ready for Never Have I Ever? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. All right. Okay, so first, Never Have I Ever Wanted to Work Outside the Family Business. So, feel free to expand if you like. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Yes, I have. I have. So I didn't even really uh, consider working for the family business until maybe after my first job. So I did work for a real estate company. I worked for Rockwell Land for about two years before deciding that I wanted to pursue my true passion for service within the family business. So a family business is a very complicated thing. I think everybody knows that. So I did have so many hesitations before entering. So yes, I have considered working outside of the family business. This was a true case of destiny working at its best now. But I did consider working outside the family business for much of my life. So ngayon na lang talaga yung nangyari na Samakta yung gusto ko in life was aligned with what my family business was doing. Well, that's great to hear. And you're enjoying yep. what you're doing right now. So much, really. I mean, it, the stress of running a family business is very different from, say, the path I would have taken in a, you know, an FMCG or in a multinational company. It's very different. The investment is very different. But I'm very, very proud to say that I am very passionate about the work that I do. I love what I do every day. Not every second, but you know, every day I'm yeah. very grateful to be able to do the work that I do for 
the family business. So yes. Well, that's great. And that's what's important that you're enjoying every day. <laughs> yes. Not every second, but every day. Yes. We love that. For this yep. one, Bettina, never have I ever wanted to publicly call out an influencer that annoyed me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, these questions are so good. I have I have so many times, so many times where I've wanted to do this, but me, because personally, I don't really believe in a public call out. I have on numerous occasions reached out to friends even who are influencers who I felt, you know, needed to be, you know, just educated or someone I felt I needed to have a conversation with privately. I don't really believe in a public call out unless you know that's the last resort it's for me kasi kung mapag-uusapan naman na maayos why not diba that that's always been my my mindset and things it's if you can discuss things privately and in a manner that's healthy and less you know um toxic in terms of calling out publicly and if it's something you can do pa na one on one why not but definitely um pet peeve ko kasi sa influencers yung di ginagamit yung voice nila for things that matter you know when people don't take a stand on things that i think are completely relevant to our country and to our generation it, it really is a frustrating thing for me so nothing frustrates me more than an influencer that doesn't take a stand <laughs> so yeah definitely there have been times okay but that's great naman the mindset that you have na kung kaya pa naman na you know privately settle privately call out privately educate that's so much better yes and for our last icebreaker Bettina never have i ever felt discouraged from being an advocate oh So many times. Parang wala akong naging never sa questions mo. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So many times in my journey as an advocate where it was so difficult to keep going and there were so many times that I did feel discouraged. That's not to say that it's been discouraging from the time that I started being an advocate for mental health. No, I mean, it's still overwhelmed by the encouragement of other people and everyone's support towards the the cause and you know the advocacy must overwhelming pa rin naman yung support but there are so many times that i felt discouraged by people who i felt you know needed to to show support i mean as an advocate for mental health in the philippines setting yeah. specifically i'm sure many advocates would be able to relate that sometimes it's a frustrating battle kasi there's so much that we want to do and there's so much that We want to change, you know, so many systemic things that we would like to transform in terms of mental health and just the stigma around it or even the support in the healthcare system for people struggling with their mental health. So many things that are discouraging as an advocate because, of course, we want to do but sometimes we really don't get the support that we need and that's the reality. But sometimes it's also just the mindset of, so many people about mental health that can be discouraging so definitely there have been times where i felt discouraged about yeah, you know my whole advocacy and the work that i wanted to do uh, but again like i said naman mas overwhelming naman yung support okay well that's great yeah. that at least uh, there are 
certain things that keeps you going talaga. So there's this yeah. talaga because ang hirap nga talaga gumalaw when everything is against you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, right now, since we are on the topic of advocacy, you are the founder and managing editor of Spring Philippines. Which yes. Is mental health advocacy, which is an NGO, of course. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us, Bettina, about the humble beginnings of Spring Philippines? What is your why? Why did you start it? You know, I... For any time I'm asked about spring, this is usually my favorite part okay. because it's such a nice way, I think, to look back at mm. how we started because it's the same thing that keeps me going and keeps me fighting for the advocacy. So just to share, you know, just yesterday I was with a friend and that friend was asking me, oh, how, how's work been? Have you been, you know, busy with work? And I was saying like, oh, I'm extremely busy now. Like, I don't even know how I'm managing everything and then he stopped and said oh like are you still doing your your NGO or your work for mental health and I said oh of course I don't think I'm ever gonna let that go but I think for forever in my life talaga. and I think looking back at where we started is the reason that I'm still able to keep going and keep fighting so Spring Philippines was founded in 2018 mm-hmm. so I the way we started was Actually, it was really just me. I was going through Twitter that day. I, I don't really have Twitter anymore. I think it's such a scary social media platform. <laughs> but, right? I mean, it's just so scary. And sometimes it can be really toxic. So I've stayed away from it. But in 2018, I remember just scrolling through it mindlessly. And for some reason, I came across this video clip of a noontime host from GMA. And... It was a video clip that went viral because he was interviewing an elderly woman who was talking about her plight in life and was saying, you know, she had been depressed and andamin yung pinapagdaanan, etc. And then this noontime host actually had the audacity to say, alam mo, yung depression na yan, gawa-gawa lang yan. Oh and I remember at that point, it was like a 40-second clip, but at that point I had to close the video because I started to spiral into this really intense panic attack and I just couldn't breathe and I was crying and I didn't really understand why I was so triggered by four words. I mean, like, gawa-gawa lang yan. I mean, hindi naman siya ganun ka big deal. But for some reason, I was so triggered by it. And so after, I think, gathering my thoughts and reflecting on why, you know, these four words hurt me the way they did, I realized... It was because these four words, gawa gawa lang yan, and all its other variations, like, you know, toughen up or like suck it up. It's nothing but a figment of your imagination. You're overreacting. You're being dramatic. All of these things, all of these words were the same words that kept me in the dark for as long as I was. You know, I, I kept my struggles away from people for a very long time, precisely because I was afraid that I would be told this and I didn't realize how many years of my life I had lost because of that fear and then I started to think about so many other people that must have felt the same way na ilan pa kami how many people were out there pa hiding their hiding their feelings or not coming out asking for help precisely because they were afraid they would be told they were being dramatic or it, they were just 
trying to get attention or it was precisely that, gawa-gawa lang yon. So I remember the day after that video, I called two of my close friends from high school who I knew were also going through their healing journey in terms of mental their mental health. And I said, you know, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this being the narrative mm-hmm. around mental health. I'm sick of hiding in the shadows. And I, I want people to be able to get the support that they need. Like I was very lucky at this point to get the support that I needed for my friends, for my family. But I knew that not everyone had that. And I was just personally so sick of people saying that mental health was nothing but being overly dramatic or feeling too much or being too much. And wala, parang nagsawa na ako na yun yung narinig ko, yun yung nakikita ko on mainstream media. That's how people thought of it. It was, I just was so tired of being part of the problem but not contributing to the solution. So I told them, I have no idea how to do this. I have no idea how to found an NGO, but I've worked with you guys multiple times on advocacies, and I think that this is something we could do. So the next three months, that was Feb okay. in 2018, the next three months were spent on really intensive research. We sat down with other NGOs, other NPOs, other advocates saying, okay, saan yung gap? Where can we help? Where can we be of service to the people that need our help? Because we didn't want to be redundant. We didn't want to just come in and say, oh, nga pala, mental health organization. We wanted to make sure that research was really important. We wanted to educate ourselves on the statistics, what were the rates in the past three years of suicide, who were the most affected, sino ang walang tulong. And one of the things that we realized in our research or that we learned about um, when we were doing this research is that the most affected age segment were the kids between 15 to 24 within our age range at that point as well. And yet they were the ones who didn't get the support. There was no mental health organization that was targeting them. So we realized that's where our help was needed. So when Spring was founded, we decided to really target the high school to college kids and make sure that we were able to educate them on mental health, give them the support that they needed in terms of activities, speaking engagements, etc. So, yeah, that's what we've been up to in the past three years. This podcast is brought to you by Hiraya Pilipina, a Filipino-owned advocacy brand. Hiraya Pilipina is your go-to lifestyle brand for empowering statements, totes, and ibaka masks that will motivate and inspire you to become empowered so you too can empower others. Check this brand out on Instagram at Hiraya Pilipina and order their beautiful statement tees such as I am the CEO of my life, every day I show up as my highest self, and their newest limited edition collection, I am inspired by others to inspire others. Order now on Shopee Hiraya Pilipina or head over to their website wherehirayapilipina.com. All the links will be in the description down below. Wow, and that humble beginning of yours has blossomed into what is spring right now and what you have yep. been doing for the people and for the organization. So Bettina, I just want to ask, since you quickly mentioned earlier that 
from your personal experience, uh, that's where it started. That's where it came from. Mm-hmm. But you immediately called two of your friends, if I'm correct, right? Right. So how how did that impact the growth of Spring? How do you think it's now different that you you guys are three three founders who started Spring, who are contributing to Spring, um, rather than you alone being in this journey? Definitely don't think I would have been able to even start this without the two of them. So right now, um, it's me and my partner, Dana Angispina, na lang running it, um, who also happens to be my best friend. So, I mean, it's, it's always, I mean, it's very hard, you know, to, to balance running something with a best friend. I'm sure everyone could relate to that. But um, luckily, I think we work really well together and definitely don't think I would have been able to one, not even found this thing without her, but also to be able to keep it running um, and to be able to just depend on someone and understand that I'm not in this alone has been an X factor in this whole thing. I mean, the whole concept of Spring Philippines is to remind people that they aren't alone in this. And I think that that message stems very clearly also from my relationship with Dana because it's always been a relationship. Talagang salohan kami. If one can't, the other one will will come up and step up to the plate. So definitely, it has played such a major role in the success of Spring. And we have so many dreams for Spring. And dami pa namin gustong gawin. So much work that has to be done. And I feel confident in the fact that I'm going through this whole thing with her. Mm-hmm. Because... I mean, kahit na, when sometimes it's daunting. Sometimes it's so overwhelming to look at how much work needs to be done pa. Me din kasi, as an advocate, medyo gigil ako. Like, there's so much that I want to do. There's so much change that I want to enact. Yeah. And I have so many dreams. Yeah. Yeah, there's this. Sometimes nga, like, even when I'm about to sleep, my mind is just running with all of these things that I want to do. I mean, I think that's just how I'm built as a person also. But um, definitely, it's a little bit less overwhelming understanding that I'm not going through this alone. So, yeah, I owe so much, Spring owes so much of its success to, to Dana as well. And I think that she does a lot of the silent work because I'm the one who does a lot of the speaking engagements. I'm the one that interacts a lot with our audiences. But Dana is definitely such an X factor in her, in her success. She is the silent behind spring yeah we love that we love two best friends who yeah this and and continues to create change in their own ways so you mentioned that you still have a lot of plans you have a lot of ideas for the organization and something yeah. I totally resonate and relate with that but the pandemic came right the pandemic came, all these ideas in our mind, yung iba, it wasn't feasible because mm-hmm. of limitations due to the pandemic. So I want to ask, Bettina, how is spring right now and how do you cope with the pandemic? You know what? When the pandemic hit, I think same naman yung effect for everyone. You really felt stuck. I mean, when the pandemic hit, it was really like our hands were tied. I mean, what are we supposed to do? we're stuck or there's really nowhere to go there's nothing to do and suddenly you're feeling so uninspired so i can definitely 
on a personal note, relate to that, you know, because when the pandemic hits, you, wala kang magagawa talaga eh. Parang, di ba, kahit ang dami mong plano, kahit ang dami mong gustong gawin, sometimes, circumstances like this will hit and you really, these are things you can't control. And when the pandemic hit, Spring was in the middle of talking to universities to create chapters. So it was such a big time for Spring when the pandemic hit. We were about to put up chapters in different colleges and high schools. So similar to like Kai, Timaganin organizations that we see in universities, that was our goal was to create spring chapters in La Salle and Ateneo and UP. It's like fire orgs, is that it? Yes, exactly. So we wanted to be able to put up our own chapters through orgs, extracurricular orgs in different high schools and different colleges. But the pandemic hit and school stopped and school went online. So walang extracurricular activities. I mean, academic activities were already struggling to go online. What more extracurricular? So we really had to reimagine the direction we wanted to take for spring. So in the pandemic, in the year of the pandemic, 2020, what we did was really just brought all of our on activities online as many people had to, right? So a lot of our speaking engagements were done online. We rolled out a few new things. So we had to make use of our social media, of course, because saan pa, diba? I think where else could we do it? So we rolled out our own YouTube channel and we had these IGTV episodes teaching people how to meditate, how to bake, and like things that we felt people needed to learn about, yeah, you know, or things that they could do on their own. For your TikTok. <laughs> yes, we did have a TikTok. We tried. <laughs> we tried. You have to understand, we are all uh, millennials in the group. So, talagang struggle sa amin yung, paano ba tong TikTok na to? Kasi syempre, it's more of a Gen Z platform. But, you know what? We tried. We had a Gen Z member who was a part of our team for a bit, and she really taught us so much about TikTok and Instagram and all of these things. But basically, what we wanted to do lang was to keep putting forth the message of Spring on online channels. But if I may add, no, I think Spring as an organization really represents the whole concept of just keep trying. I think that's what we've stood for from day one, we're going to fail, you know, and we're going to lose momentum and we will feel uninspired. Like everyone, I think it's a very relatable struggle right, for everyone. Na, where do we go from here? Right. I mean, right now in the pandemic, I think the only priority should be to survive. Like, let's just stay alive. If we, if we get up in the morning, it's already a win. Honestly, there should be no pressure to do anything else. And I think that, Spring and as, an, as an organization has really represented that well. We've really lived that out. Now, okay, our plans might have not come, come alive in the past year or so, but we've managed to stay alive as an organization. We've managed to stay alive as a team, as a family, and I think that's more than enough. And yeah, I think, you know, it's really the whole idea of just keep trying. If we fail, if we lose momentum, we'll try again tomorrow. And I think that it's a very good concept for mental health as well. It's not always going to be happiness. It's not always going to be good days. But I think it's more important to just keep trying and to allow ourselves that allowance to celebrate the fact that we're alive and that we've made it this far. 
Yes, and we're surviving yeah. throughout. Exactly. Okay. Yep. So, Bettina, is it okay to talk about therapy as well since it is... Of course. Yeah, since it is, it is still taboo here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And uh, ang dami pang hindi aware on how to even apply for therapy, on how to see therapy. So a lot of people are struggling with their mental health right now due to the pandemic. And majority of them are unfortunately not privileged enough to afford therapy or to even know how to seek out therapy. So what do you wish to say to them? Yeah. Do you think therapy is important? 100%. I understand why there's a bit of hesitation for people to push for therapy because precisely it's not really accessible to everyone. But definitely for me, as an advocate and as someone who went through therapy and was medicated for two years, and I say that without shame, if it is accessible to you, I would like to encourage you to go out and try because it's definitely not enough to do it on your own. And I used to think, personally, I used to think, no, I'm a strong-minded individual. Kaya ko na to. I'll read books. I'll go online. But really, there's, there's nothing more exhilarating than understanding what it is that you're going through and unpacking what it is that you might have. Like for me, I would never have known uh, that I was a depressive or that I had an anxiety disorder if I didn't have someone like my therapist tried to unpack that with me and unpack all of my trauma and all of the things that I went through as a kid or as, you know, um, a young individual, I would never have been able to do this without an outsider, a third party, being able to unpack these things with me. And I think it's so transformative to understand that what you're going through is normal. Because a lot of the times we think I'm just being crazy or, you know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, one of my moods, I'm just being sad. But there's nothing more liberating than understanding that there is a reason behind these feelings. And I think that therapy really plays such a major role there. So there are a lot of online consultations now. So to me, if I can encourage people who know that they have access to this, I think you should go out and try. And madami ng therapists who do online consultations now. There are also some free consultation services um, that I can link you to in case you want to link it on your podcast. Sure. Um, Down below in the description box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because there's so many um, organizations now that really want to offer free consultation services. Um, so I'll, I'll link that to you in a separate email, but hopefully, you know, people can check it out and try. Yes. But yeah, definitely, if you still have hesitations about therapy, I understand that. Because I had hesitations, I didn't want to do it as well. But I am like a, a living, breathing example of someone that really benefits from the whole idea of therapy and medication. Actually, Bettina, if it's okay to share, of course, this is a safe space. I am actually going to um, online therapy right now. I'm actually doing that as well. And... Uh, it's true na parang akala ko sa sarili ko na kaya ko mag-isa. Kaya ko na ako lang na hindi na to na hindi na mag-seek to a professional. Yeah. 
it's really important and it also helped me a lot. So I'm just also sharing this to our listeners. And for those who are interested, as Bettina said, we're linking the description, uh, the links down below in the description box to anyone who wish to try it for themselves. Hi, this is Sanaya and I'm a well-being junkie. It's true, I admit it. I love everything to do with mind, body, and energy, and I'm constantly on a journey of learning, exploration, and self-discovery. So I created a podcast to talk to experts, influencers, and thought leaders to be inspired by new ideas. So join me on the Project Loving Myself podcast, because the most important relationship you will ever have is the relationship you have with yourself. You are loved. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that, and I'm so glad that it's helping you. Because yeah. yung talaga, I think yun yung pinaka malaking tulong ng therapy. It's really being able to understand what's going on. Because a lot of the times we go through these emotions or we go through these waves in our life, in our lives, and we don't really understand what's going on. We're not really able to have a good understanding, or there's no self awareness. Mm-hmm. And I think that. Being able to one acknowledge that there might be something else that's going on, two understanding where it's coming from, yun talaga yung first step towards improving the circumstances in your life. We can't improve something we don't understand. So yeah, definitely so glad that it's helping you also. Yes, it's really great because also growing up, I'm I am seen as this like ball of sunshine, full of rainbows mm-hmm. and butterflies. And for the longest time, I felt that I was not allowed to feel any other emotion than happiness. Yes. Oh my gosh, Claire, that's so, I super relate to that. I also really don't believe in coincidences. I, this is not spring related, but I'm just saying, you know, sometimes you meet people and you don't really understand why you meet them. But you saying that, I feel like you took the words out of my mouth. Like, ganon din yung role ko sa buhay ko. Like, with my family and my friends na I was always this responsible type A, like, madaling kausap, masayahin bata. And I super get that. Yung for the longest time feeling mo, I'm not allowed to feel anything else other than happiness or just, you know, super get that. And I'm glad that you're finally starting to embrace that just because you feel other things other than happiness, it doesn't take away from how much of a light you are to other people. And definitely, I'm sure your listeners and your followers know that about you. I think that being vulnerable or allowing people to see your vulnerability in itself is a light. Hindi kailangan palaging masaya, Yes, I I learned to believe that vulnerability is a strength because... Yes. Oh my God, it's so hard to be vulnerable and to share your own story. Yes, super. And I think it should really be considered as a strength to even do that and to even come out with your personal story. So between, yeah, 100%. Yeah, just um, um, our final question before we ended this, Quintuhan. Since we're in the topic of mental health already, and you also mentioned your personal story that we both relate to growing up, yep. ball of sunshine, what is your eye-opener that you were actually allowed 
to feel your emotions and that and that and from that realization you are now doing it to open other people's minds through spring philippines you know what claire i don't think it was really like a one moment thing okay. i think it's something that i'm still trying to live out every single day to this day it's a still an ongoing journey of trying to embrace those emotions and trying to embrace every bit of my life i think that when i started kasi like opening up about what was going on it wasn't really by choice um i was going through a very very turbulent time in my life at that point and my family had to step in and say you know this isn't okay and we're going to lose you if you don't start trying to allow us in or start allowing help because i've never really known what it was like to ask for help i've never been the type to ask for help you know like i mentioned i was a very type a individual very independent kasi na hindi ako masyadong comfortable asking for help i was never comfortable being vulnerable so honestly it was i think really just timing of my life at that point na it was a turbulent time and my family was concerned they were going to lose me if i didn't start asking for help but it wasn't really like a one moment eye opener na oh i have to start asking for help it's still something that i'm trying to really perfect to this day and i'm not sure if i'll ever even really perfect learning how to ask for help but i think just being aware that asking for help is not a sign of weakness has been the most transformative part of my journey it's understanding that me not being able to do things alone is not in any way a sign of weakness it's not a sign of my lack of strength if anything it is a sign of my strength to be able to say hey i need help i, I can't do this alone and siguro for me well the past year 2020 to 2021 was really one of the most life changing life altering years of my life and it was mainly because i started learning how to set clear boundaries for myself so if i'm not comfortable doing something i've really started to learn how to say okay i'm not i'm not comfortable with this and it doesn't mean it's always easy for me to say this uh, sometimes i still struggle saying wait i'm not really comfortable doing this or like no i don't want to do this or no hindi na kaya iko na kaya gawin kasi ako no diba very very yes lang ako like oh you need my help okay sige gagawin ko oh parang you need you need to be happy okay i'll do what i can to make you happy ganun kasi ako bilang tao but in the past year i really had to understand that you cannot give what you don't have and i think that was one of the most uh, i guess in a major lesson for me is that hindi pwedeng bigay ka lang ng bigay eventually your cup will empty and maubos ka din so you have to understand that taking care of yourself matters just as much as you wanting to take care of other people and i think a part of learning how to take better care of yourself is really learning to say hey i need help hindi ko na kaya to hindi ko kaya magisa to so yeah for me i think hindi hindi sa yun yung naging eye opening ano for me na this is why i'm going to start talking about my mental health it's something i'm still trying to 
learn to this day and still something I'm trying to fight to live out in my life. Because I think it's also a very Pinoy trait. Yung hindi mahilig humingi ng tulong, diba? <laughs> We just want to do everything on our own. But yeah, there is no shame in asking for help. There is no shame in saying, yeah, I can't do this alone. And I can't, I'm not going to be able to do this without your help. And I think it takes a very strong person to be able to say that. So if there's anything I want people to learn from this point too, and I guess it's that, na hindi man madali to ask for help. And I can relate to that on every level. It really will change your life and the way you live it. Because you, know, you cannot give what you don't have. I think that's what I learned and that's what I want to let people know at this point in time. Bettina, thank you so much for this quinto. And where can we find you? And how can our listeners support Spring Philippines? So Spring does have its own social media channels. Uh, right now, they're not as active, but definitely, I think if you scroll through our page, you will find so many things you can relate to or so many things that, you know, will we'll give you some sense of comfort. So our spring um, Instagram handle is spring.phl. Mm-hmm. So we're on Instagram and on Facebook. We also have a YouTube channel, but again... I'm not sure if you'll find anything there. So, siguro yung Instagram na lang namin. Again, that's spring.phl. I'm sure that there are things there that you'll find comfort in. On, a, on my personal account, I like to do these things a lot too. Gusto kong nakokentuhan with people. So, I like to do these things a lot as well. So, my Instagram handle is at Martina. So, you'll find me there talking about silly things, talking about life, sometimes just sharing funny memes from Kabalastugan, my favorite Instagram page. Shout out. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So you can find me on Instagram as well at Atmetina Husband. Yay! Thank you so much. Yeah. I just want to share what stayed with me in my Quintuan with you is, okay, two things. Number one is that how you used your personal experience to turn pain into power how you turned your pain into something that can help other people. I think that stayed with me in this Quintuan because it's also, it also resonates with me as well. Um, having Hiraya Pilipina and Quintuan Pilipina this podcast to also create a safe space. And I think that's what I really wanted to have growing up. And now um, we are providing this safe space for other people. So I totally resonated with that. And number two is that asking for help and learning to say no are not signs of weaknesses but are signs of strengths because it actually takes a lot of strength to say no to something especially your whole life (laughs) you have always been a yes person yes to, to our listeners, please tell us what, what stayed with you by joining us on our Facebook group, Kwentuang Pilipina Community at doon natin ituloy itong kwentuhan. And this has been your Sunshine Cleo and I will be back for more kwentuhan next Monday. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify so you wouldn't miss out. Thank you, Bettina! <laughs> 
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm hmm. 